This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today I am thrilled to be joined once again by my friend and colleague, Samantha Bush. Hello, Samantha. How are you? I'm doing good, Dylan. How are you? You know, making it through. uh, Yeah. Yesterday's episode, I talked about the whole below deck, down under situation, which was... uh, Not what I was expecting this week on Bravo. You know, things got dark fast. Things got dark fast. Now I haven't dipped my toe in a below deck in those in those waters in a long time because it's just it just feels like there's too much. And then I saw those clips and wow. It is fun with below deck. I I try to watch most of it, but I definitely, you know, I don't always finish every season. It's a little hit or miss for me. But every time something big happens on below deck and I'll post about it. It'll like do well and I'll get comments that are like, finally, we're talking about below deck. And it's like, right. Like when it's important. Yeah. But then if I post about like every Monday's episode, nobody cares. No one cares. (sighs) The world (laughs) of content creation. Uh, If everybody could just like every single post, that (sighs) would that would go a long way. And like comment. That'd be great. Just co- comment some glowing words of adoration, even yeah. if you have no idea what's happening in the post. Just that's be like, just wow. The best. <laughs> this is profound. Yeah. And, you know, I'm reeling from some information I just saw on Twitter. Oh, no. Carol revealed who the person oh. was <laughs> that sent Bethany the picture. Oh, my of, God. Of Tom kissing that woman at the Regency. It was... Former disgraced former Donald Trump attorney Michael Cohen, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> who sent the picture to Dennis, who he was friendly with, who then passed it along to Bethany. Dennis, you know, may he rest. It's this is a, a very bizarre, like it, it is funny how Carol is one of those people where she has so thoroughly detached herself from the world of Housewives and Bravo. Like, I, she's one of the few people who I honestly believe when she says, like, I don't, that doesn't interest me, like, going back, doing a girl's trip, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, she still will sometimes just, like, leave a comment or say something in an interview where it's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Carol, Carol knows where some bodies are buried. Oh, for sure. And especially because she was friends with Bethany for so long. Like they were really close. So it's just yeah. like you can only imagine the things that she was told or the things that she knows. And especially with Bethany going on now, her like very anti Bravo like rants. It's just crazy. I don't know. I saw that and I truly my eyes bugged out of my head. I couldn't believe it. But then when I thought about it, I was like, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I guess it's just funny. It's funny to think of Michael Cohen being at wherever this photo was taken the regency it was the regency okay and and just being like i think i should take a photo of this the fact that he knows who luann deliceps is 
is crazy enough to know that that's the guy that she's with and that it's a big deal if you think about it before this i was just re-watching the first ever episode of roni because i'm gonna be i'm re-watching season one and recapping it actually um announcement announcement the first episode is coming out tomorrow so make sure you're subscribed but like in jill's first ever scene on roni she's going she's in the back of a car going through all the invitations she received that day and like one of the luncheons she's like oh ivana trump will be at that one and it's like okay they love to invoke ivana trump like sonia does that a lot too she'll be like oh yeah i wore that with ivana or whatever like oh ivana i'm like why are we talking about this woman i know it really is dead it, yeah, may she rest as well. The, yeah, I think she's buried at a golf course. <laughs> I believe that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really, it makes you think, like, going back to the origins of Roni, like, these people were, I mean, Donald Trump, of course, was n- not yet a political figure, really. Right. So it's like, these women in the, like, quote-unquote New York social scene were really, like, one degree of separation away from that. There's a photo with them together. Of course, Michael Cohen knows who Luann is. Right. It's really crazy. You're about to get into an episode, Dylan, season one, episode six, where so much, so many like iconic moments that you remember from Roni, old Roni, like all happen in this one episode. It's crazy. I'm excited because honestly, and this was the case when I rewatched season one of Vanderpump Rules with Sammy a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I ha- I haven't watched a lot of those really old episodes since the first time, like six or seven years ago when I was kind of like on my Bravo journey. Yeah. And so it's, it's crazy to like actually turn back the clock and watch those episodes. Um, but I want to... <laughs> Speaking of, you know, things that are happening on social media and the Bravo world. So Real Hustlers of New Jersey has begun filming this week. There were cameras outside of Envy. Teresa stands around the world, you know, shed a tear at, yeah. the, at the final confirmation that Melissa will indeed will officially not be, be fired. back. <laughs> um, I think I think we saw Danielle and Rachel both getting glammed this week, which, yeah. you know, but I want to, speaking of New Jersey, I just want to read these tweets that I sent to you this morning that I saw. So a couple weeks ago, Jill Zarin had her luxury luncheon. There was, a, you know, a nice smattering of Bravo liberties and others there. And so there's this photo of Countess Luann with this guy, David Yontif, who's like Bravo podcaster, whatever. He's friendly with a lot of housewives. And Margaret Josephs is in the back of this photo doing... I know this as bunny ears in the back of the mm-hmm. photo. So <laughs> like guess, a piece sign behind someone's yeah. hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty simple stuff. Uh-huh. And this this Twitter account, I'm just gonna this is verbatim. I am shocked and disgusted to see Margaret making devil horns behind a blogger slash podcaster who has exposed her lies at a charity event of all places. This shows that Margaret is truly evil to the core and doesn't care about charity. And then there's a second mm. tweet. Making devil horns to photobomb an LGBTQ member is a hate crime. She is trying to insinuate he is going to hell. She is sick for doing this at a charity event in front of children. At Countess Luann, did you see this? <laughs> at Countess Luann? <laughs> Luann's going to be like, why am I in this? Well, she's in the photo. Oh, she is? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that doesn't make it make any more sense. Devil horns. Yeah, I don't. Interesting. (laughs) That is so fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Like the people that hate Melissa, Marge, and mainly those two, like they come up with the funniest, craziest things you've ever heard. It's funny because I think 
obviously, like, you don't have to love Melissa and Margaret. Like, I think there are lots of varying opinions that have value and feelings are everybody relates to situations differently. But just objectively, some of the things that people say about them and to them and like, you know, in the world of the show, it's like, that is fucking ridiculous and like so absurd that you know if margaret saw those tweets she would be like laughing her ass off yeah like she would be like she would make merch out of it like (laughs) she would just make it like she would take to the farthest degree possible yeah devil horns well the funny thing is though that like i can envision a world in which somebody would send that to jennifer aiden and then she would bring it up as if it's like real Mm -hmm. she's like well, I heard you did a hate crime at the the event. Did you do something in front of the children? <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, didn't you vote for Trump? Isn't that a hate crime? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm like so anxious about Jersey being I filming know, it's, again. It's weird to think, like it's it's a strange feeling, and I can't really decide exactly where I fall on it because obviously we don't know how the season is going to go, but. I'm like, I'm glad that they're filming. Like I'm, I'm excited that there's going to be another season for us to watch and break down at some point in the future. But at the same time, I'm like, Oh my God, I I just, I don't know. I don't know. I know. It's like, I'm anxious. Well, and we're already getting so many, so many like tidbits about Vanderpump rules filming. And that's another situation where it's like, Oh, Tom and Ariana won't make eye contact with each other, but they're still living together. And it's like, it's like Billy Lee is coming back. Like I'm hearing too much about this show. Right. I'm hearing too much, but at this also, it's just, it's hard to make a productive ensemble show when there are people in the cast who physically can't or won't spend time together. So I, with, Vanderpump Rules, obviously, it's like, I I want to see the evolution of this Scandaval situation, so I mm-hmm. get it. But with Jersey, it's like, um, if Melissa and Teresa are, like, yeah. just mad at each other the whole season, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, and then with the Louie stuff, like, I, I don't know. Because if they're not going to film together, like, that's disappointing. Like, I would hope that they would kind of mix it up a little bit together, you know? But I don't know what we're gonna get. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that the other the other women in the group can kind of like pick up a little bit of that slack, maybe. And hopefully, uh, I mean, hopefully Danielle more... stops running away. I know D- Danielle stop running away. You know, maybe engage with engage with the the rest of the cast Danielle a little brother bit more. Mic'd up. Oh my god! Truly, please. We're, if Danielle's getting glammed up, that brother better be getting glammed up too. Yeah, throw some <laughs> lashes on him, some falsies, and let's go. Please, that, I think I think that actually is like one of the biggest things for this season. I'm like, Danielle's coming back to the show. This has been such a central plot point. Like we we're gonna need to see the brother. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need to see the brother and the sister in law, and the sister in law, and you you know that they want to also like. Please, I feel like it's like those it's parents like, raised fame mongers are you kidding uh they're they're figuring out how they can agree to having peace talks you know Mm -hmm. we don't know if it's gonna be productive but i i believe it'll happen god i hope so 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Speaking of peace talks, <laughs> the the Orange County situation between Gina and Shannon every day gets more tense. <laughs> every, this, every day. The situation that has happened between Gina and Shannon on social media in just in the last week is so surprising to me I know. because I just I feel like with OC a lot of the time there's like obviously not everybody gets along but in terms of the social media stuff and kind of like how they handle these conflicts I feel like they the temperature usually doesn't get too too hot between mm-hmm. people except for when you have like a Kelly Dodd just going off the rails kind of right. thing but with Gina and Shannon they are like fully just trading barbs back and forth <laughs> across mul- ab- across Instagram Mul- Twitter platforms. stories feed posts captions mm-hmm. it, it, it is it's really it feels like it snuck up on us and all of a sudden we're you know 10 episodes or whatever into the season and I'm like oh this reunion is going to be Messy. Crazy. It's going to be so messy and so good. I cannot wait. I mean, because just this shit they're slinging at each other, like, because I do think Gina, like, this might, I don't know if this is unpopular or a hot take, but like, I do think like she's being a little too sensitive about it. Like, they had to dress up as each other, like, 
it's funny that Shannon came with her hair extensions all crazy. Like, that's funny. But to, like, take it... But now they're, like, both taking it to a point where it's, like... You know? Right. She's like, I didn't know life was so bad when you just had bad extensions. I was like, like, oh, God, it's like, But actually, like, you you did know that. Like, she literally was... She was her, on the show with you. Her husband cheated on her. They went through a divorce. There was a domestic violence incident. She got a DUI. Like, there, there were... She had to there, put her car seats in an Uber. Like, like the there girl was, was down bad for a while. Like for Shannon to be like, oh, I thought that the only thing wrong in your life was your hair extensions. It's like, baby, like you. But honestly, like Shannon might think that because Shannon lives in her own world, like where she only knows what's going on with her. Yeah. And I think Shannon, this episode, I mean, it really all the crux oh. of this episode. It's all about Shannon. And it's all about Shannon this situation with her and John and whatever she has or hasn't told to various people in the group and how this information is being passed around. It's wild. Like how little we actually know about her relationship and the way that they're speaking about it. It's like, they could be talking about anything from like, Oh, he lack of commitment. And like, he doesn't sleep over enough to like some wild conspiracy theory shit that we have no idea about Mm -hmm. because the, the language that's being used and like the way they're kind of kind of dancing around it, but like talking about it. Right. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Did like, what is going on in this relationship? And the way that Shannon's like, that was great. My, my relationship's over. Are you happy now? It's ending. It's ending. It's like, you said it was fine. Well, I enjoyed the conversation between Gina and Heather where Heather was like, there's a difference between talking about someone and like attacking someone. And she's like, and I'm not going to like go into that, but it's almost like Shannon um, doesn't realize like by screaming and yelling about how in love she is and how happy they are and how much she's never loved anyone like this. Get real. You were married to David. He cheated on you. You did a vow renewal. We all saw it. And you're telling me that you loved this. You love this man more than David. I don't think that that's true. And also like Dylan, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but like, have you ever like had a friend who's dating like a really bad person? And like you all like maybe try to like be like, hey, like, I don't know if this is like a good relationship. And they yell like how in love they are. And like they're crying. Mm. It's almost giving Sydney Sweeney. Like, I've never, ever been happier. It's very that. Because it's like, and you're fucking miserable. No one who's in love like this talk- is talking like this. I understand from the level of, like, she obviously can feel and sense that everybody is talking about her to a degree, which obviously is not But I think she's best. scared because she doesn't know what they're saying. And I right. think she's assuming the worst, which we don't know what that is. Right. And like, obviously, there is some of this stuff that has happened off camera. So we don't know exactly what we don't know what Shannon told Heather. And then we don't know what Heather has or hasn't shared of that to Mm -hmm. the other women in the cast. But clearly, Shannon's relationship broadly has been a topic of conversation. And the thing is, like, I think if Shannon came to this situation with a little bit more of a down-to-earth emotional response of just saying like my relationship it might not be perfect it might not be exactly what you guys understand but we have our issues and we're working through them and really I think what I need right now is just like for you guys to respect the privacy I think that might be received a little differently but like 
when Emily is like, well, babe, you tell me all this stuff. And then the second I show concern or ask about it, you freak out. And Shannon's like, Shannon seemingly has completely brain forgot, like memory wiped a phone call that she made to Emily at Javier's earlier this year. She's like, she's like, I talked to you one time in 2020. That's the only phone call I've ever (laughs) made. And Emily's like, no, you called me like three months ago when you were like at Javier's. At Javier's, yeah. And Shannon, like, it, it seems like there's a moment where Shannon is like, oh, well, like, I don't remember that. And then later she's like, I never called her. She's making it up. It's one time. And I'm like, okay, reunion, are we getting, like, can we tap the phone records? Can we get, like... Yeah, like, can we get the texts? <laughs> like, that's what I want. I need to know what's being said. And, like, th- I just, to watch Shannon just be like we fight like everyone else we argue like everybody else and but when we fight i'm paralyzed i'm like that's like really bad shannon like you shouldn't feel that way and like that's what they're all trying to tell her and like for him not to spend the night i do think just from my perspective i think they do have a tumultuous relationship i think that's like all the women are kind of dancing around that and just yeah like if like you said like if she had a more like down to earth like response it would have been taken differently but they're also like that's unfair like you don't get to keep this part of your relationship a secret when like we've all had to put our stuff out there like Tamara divorced her husband on camera in the back of a limo Taylor Armstrong (laughs) showed up one day with filming with a black eye yeah like you don't get to pick and choose that's not fair and for her to be like John's a private person well then he shouldn't be on camera yeah and I think there would be it might be different if she was like fully putting on like keeping up a facade that the relationship is fine or is perfect. Mm -hmm. Then maybe people wouldn't be talking about it, but you, you create a problematic situation for yourself when you go back and forth between saying that nothing's wrong, but then dropping these little breadcrumbs of information that are seem to be, concerning or troubling to other people Mm -hmm. in the cast and then as you know obviously they all have a job to do making this show whatever if if people want to you know pass information through the grapevine that happens but also it's like these women are all on some level friends with each other right and so when heather's like i feel like the last six months or so shannon and i have had a friendship that i've enjoyed and you know, Shannon has opened up to Heather about things. It, and same with Emily. It's like, it would be strange and kind of shitty for a friend to not, you know, right. circle back and see how you're doing and check if you're okay and kind of follow up on that. And it seems like Shannon just, it can only be on her terms and her, it's like completely mood based when she decides mm-hmm. to share versus when she's like, how dare you ask about my relationship? Everything's fine. In the dimly lit driveway, <laughs> screaming about how she's not crazy to producers. I was like, you're kind yeah. of showing your ass right now. And then, you know, I didn't like how she brought up Heather and Terry. And she's like, well, there's stuff going on about you guys. Heather's like in the blogs, like in like shitty like sources. She's like, it's not like I'm calling you and telling you what's going on. That's different. Right. If anything, I think Heather is kind of. Heather is kind of similar to Kyle Richards in a way, I think, where it's like there are, you know, there have been rumors there have maybe not Kyle Richards this summer, but like in the (laughs) in the past where it's like where it's like 
yeah, people talk, but at a certain point, if, you know, as many divorce rumors as there can be, or, you know, whatever rumors on in the tabloids, it's like, if you show up season after season and put on a united front and there aren't ever divorce papers getting filed, at a certain point, you've kind of moved past that and right. risen above the drama. Whereas, like, Shannon... She's not telling us anything. She's not, we're not seeing her in the blogs. It's like all of the drama is coming from her presence. Talking about it. Right. Yeah. Like her talking to the girls about it. They're not, you know, and I remember when the season where her and David were first on the show and Heather was at that lunch and people were talking about Shannon's marriage. Like it, so many of those moments we're getting again this season, like the storming out, you know of the the dinner like she did that at lizzie's house and she's like you guys will all see the truth and it's like you're you're showing the same signs of when you were unhappy with david when Mm -hmm. you're with john so like i think that's concerning and you know we have to remember like this isn't a cast like jersey like where i think there's a lot of like malice and um like ill intent with bringing things up but like you said they're all genuinely like co-workers it's an ensemble cast they like want to make this work and i think they do care about her but she's down bad dylan and she's yeah, in that I'm, costume and she's just running amok and the the energy on social media lately is interesting obviously she and john broke up earlier this year but then have some kind of friendly relationship they've spent time together since then and i'm curious whether mainly at the reunion she will be able to kind of be real a little bit about what she was going through while the season was filming mm-hmm. because i get that at the time you know these episodes that we're watching based on the timeline she is probably really actively trying to make her relationship work and maybe she sees the writing on the wall that it's not going to work and she's fighting against that and we know that she is somebody who has been through a similar situation before she is very emotionally fragile sometimes and i hope that maybe at the reunion she can bring down the wall a little bit and be Mm -hmm. like look yeah october november of last year was not a good time my relationship was basically on its way out the door and i was kind of freaking out because of that and uh, you know i handled certain situations in a certain way now you know shannon being shannon do i think that that's what we're gonna hear from her at the reunion yeah i'm not convinced i i think we're probably gonna get some version of like well you know like onward and upward and i'm i'm just focused on me and like xyz which like Mm -hmm. sure but i I, I'm curious, like, the end of this season and the reunion, how the issue of Shannon's breakup is actually going to be handled. Because I think yeah. it's the same, like, what we're seeing on Atlanta right now with Drew. It's, like, because these relationships ended, either at the end of filming or after filming had concluded, it's, like, the main storyline of the season is in a different place than we are as viewers. Right. And when they did break up in January, I remember seeing articles where she said that she was, like, blindsided by this breakup so i'm like uh, uh, were you it's like blindsided but then also from in multiple different scenarios on the show we've seen her be like well if this comes out my relationship is over i'm fine are you happy like it's like okay but 
you it seems like you kind of knew or at least had an inkling that it was gonna go this way i Mm -hmm. i mean i get emotionally why you could still feel like you weren't prepared for it but it's like on paper it doesn't actually seem like yeah i mean even emily is like emily's like who's gonna be there at the end of the day is it gonna be him or is it gonna be us my money's on us like emily's giving you know my girl i love her she finally unblocked me it was a really exciting day Yeah, I was really happy. She's giving great confessional work. You know, it's not too shady and it's not like too put on. She's just like, Shannon's being a fucking idiot about this. Like, you think you think that she wanted to make Shane out to be this like little dork, this miserable little dork in the first few seasons? No, but like they worked through it. And I think it's really telling that John is like really controlling and is like, you know, don't tell anybody about our problems. Don't because it's like that's a normal thing to do is like when you're having a relationship issue, like you go to your friend. It doesn't mean that you're like bad mouthing your partner or whatever. You're just like, hey, like we're going through this. Like you want help or clarity. I don't know. He gives me bad vibes. Same. It's a normal thing to do with friends. And especially when you're on a show like this and you know, this is not her situation with David. Shannon has been on reality TV the entire time that she has been in a relationship with John. So mm-hmm. if this was something that he really was like a hard line for him, he shouldn't have spent three years with her. He shouldn't have, yeah. like he got into this situation. He lets the camera crew on his boat. <laughs> in his in his small house yeah. at the water. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I actually do really like the housewives party theme of dressing up like your castmates. So good. It was so... Whose idea was that? 
it was um, Jen and Tamara threw the party together. Oh, right, right. I have a feeling it was somebody on production's idea, but... <laughs> but Jen took that theme and ran with it. Her costume was the best one. She went to the deck. She got the hat and the shirt. She went to the deck and she got that cat. Yeah. She like had the cat from the meme. Like it was very, very funny. And her lips really did look like Taylor's. It's funny to see like who puts in effort and who doesn't. It's like Heather's Heather's outfit. Heather showed up in a jumpsuit. And like the hair wasn't the right color. I didn't know who she was supposed to be. Yeah. It wasn't the best. She was. Yeah. She was Jen. She just had like she had like babies and dogs. Oh, yeah. Emily was a good Shannon. Gina was a good Emily. Gina was a good Emily with her like off the shoulder, like ruffle shirt and the skinny jeans. Tamara's Heather Dubrow skewed a little bit more funny than realistic. Like Mm -hmm. Heather would never actually wear that like zip up jumpsuit with like a money gun. Yeah. (laughs) I thought maybe she could have gone more like literal with it. Yeah. But I don't think she... I was going to say something. I don't think she can afford to dress like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I don't actually and think... And Vicky came as herself. Vicky coming as herself. She's like, I'm the OG. OC, what do you want? And it's like, I think what that's code for is that Vicky was kind of a last minute addition to this. And like the cards had already been drawn. And they're like, yeah, no, Vicky's not an actual part of the cast. She's not like, she's not an option to dress up as. It, this episode to me was such a good balance of like fun and craziness of housewives, but also like drama. Like I liked when Taylor like licked Emily's nipple. I was like, oh, this is fun. I feel like fun Emily. We wouldn't have gotten that a few years ago. Never. Emily is, you know, she's a fun girl. Emily's on a cruise with her family right now. And <laughs> with Annabelle. With Annabelle and with Luke and Keller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, my brain is. I like don't know my cousin's kids' names, and I'm like (laughs) Annabelle, Luke, and Keller. Um, you know the funniest thing I realized is that on the new Roni, both Jessel and Sai have sons named Rio. Mm -hmm. And Jules Weinstein's kid son's name was Rio. Oh my! I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. God, what is mentally ill? In in like Rio is the new cruise. Rio is the new cruise. Wow, profound. Um, but yeah, Emily's on this cruise with her speak cruise. Um, cruise. <laughs> she's on the cruise. And she like I was like tapping through her Instagram stories, and she like they made her wait in line to get ice cream cones for everyone, and she posted this <laughs> selfie of her that's just like her face with like four ice cream cones in her hands. And I'm like, I that's fun, Emily. She's living her best life. It's fun, Emily. You know, and I'm enjoying Shane. You know who I'm yeah. not enjoying? Who? Jen and Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Okay. So you're not, you say that. Do you, do you not like Jen? No, on I the love cast? Jen. Okay. 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 I meant them together. Yes. Not yeah. enjoying them together. I'm enjoying it for the sense of like, I like watching it because it's so insane to me that he's like telling her best friend from Oklahoma that mm. he wants to marry her in 12 months. 12 months. And that friend is a bad fucking friend. I never want to see that woman again. Her name is Taylor. Taylor. Two Taylors from Oklahoma on this episode. Too much Oklahoma in OC. Because remember, Brianna moved to Oklahoma. Vicky hated Oklahoma. Too much Oklahoma. But yeah, this woman is a terrible friend. And she's like talking to Jen. And she's like, yeah, you know, he's a nice guy. And he cares for you. Like, that's that's what we're going with? Yeah, I think. Like, let's read between the lines. Like, she doesn't want to marry him because she's terrified that he'll cheat on her and break her heart again. I wonder how open 
Jen is with people in her life who aren't in the cut fitness cult about like Ryan's <laughs> philandering Infidelity. nature because like all the women on the show are like, Oh yeah, obviously he's going to cheat on her left and right. But it's right. like, if, if this is Jen's friend from home and all she said is that she's a little worried about the commitment, blah, 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 blah. They're like, no girl, like he loves you. Cause he said he loves you and he wants to marry you because he said he wanted to date TBD based on when you're, ongoing divorce is over yeah but jen voicing that she is worried about ryan quote feeling trapped when the rings go on it's like this is that seems healthy it's like you just said you stated point blank the exact reason why this man is not a serious option as a life partner Mm -mm. because it's like Okay, I I always think about, okay, I have never been married. I haven't been engaged. Like, it's this isn't my personal experience. But just from hearing and seeing a lot of other people go through it, it always is a little bit of a red flag to me when people act like getting engaged or married is, like, going to fundamentally transform and, like, turn your world upside down and change all of the dynamics. Because it's, to me, and maybe this is off base, but, like, I feel like if your relationship is like solid and healthy and at the point where you are ready to commit either, you know, on paper or just, you know, in life to each other, mm-hmm. like getting a marriage license should not be something that makes the other person be like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. What did I do? Like that, that says that you had issues before that. And maybe, maybe there's a trigger that got triggered, but like, well, it's like when people have kids thinking that's going to solve their problems and it's like, that doesn't solve your problems. It's like, it magnifies your problems. And I think that that happens with marriage too, a lot of the times. And I don't think you're off base at all. And she's someone who has been married, who knows that that is basically what happens. Like, you know, if you marry someone and they've cheated on you, uh, you know, they're probably going to cheat on you again. I don't think they care if you're married. Yeah. I mean, she's like currently still going through a divorce. She's technically still married. And you're talking about having a future with this guy. And if you're already concerned enough about that, then like to me, that is reason enough not mm-hmm. to go through with it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that she figures out how best to proceed for her and like i'm you know i don't need to tell her what to do but it's like this isn't this doesn't feel great to watch no and the thing that sucks for her i guess is like because you know that she knows the answer like she knows that they shouldn't get married she's like i don't want that right now like she's the one like she knows how she feels but it's like everyone else around her, like Ryan and her idiot friend Taylor, are like telling her, like, no, like it will be fine. Like you it will all work out. Like once you get engaged, like it will be, you know, he'll figure it. It's like, no, like, and Jen knows that. And it's like, I don't like seeing a woman know what she wants and then be like gaslit into like thinking that that's not really what she feels. Totally. And she says some she mentions, you know, her situation is weird with her divorce and stuff, and she doesn't want to feel like a financial burden to Ryan if they get married. And I'm like, okay, like that's all well and good, but like focus on yourself. Cause there's yeah. enough, there are enough question marks just about you and how you're feeling about this, that like Ryan can figure out if he wants to take on a financial burden and that's, that can be his problem. Oh my God. Should we start a relationship podcast? <laughs> 
like relationship advice. Like Jen, your problem is figuring out whether you want to take on shitty man mm-hmm. and then he can think about the financial ramifications. And you like, also got five kids, girl. Oh and like God. a million cats now. <laughs> those all those kittens. It's like oh, crazy. It's stressful. It's I stressful. know. Best of luck, Jen and Ryan. Gina and Shannon, maybe maybe take a break from the from Log Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got to be filming this reunion soon. So hopefully soon. I'm excited though. And Sam, this has been it's been fun breaking this all down with you. A delight. Thank you for having me. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Um, follow The Bachelor, too. That's where, yeah, that's where Sam's the at. Talking all things reality TV, nostalgia, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. The Bachelorette, if that's your flavor. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the Golden Bachelor. There's a lot going on over there. So much going on. Uh, but anyway, until next time, be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.